Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we continue with our American stories. Deborah Sampson became a hero of the American Revolution when she disguised herself as a man and joined the Patriot forces. Here to tell her story is the author of Deborah Sampson, The Girl Who Went to War. Let's take a listen. I am Marilyn Gilbert Kamichak and I'm going to be telling the story of Deborah Sampson. I was on the internet some years ago and was looking and talking about a woman who fought in the Revolutionary War successfully disguised as a man. This piqued my interest because there were definite rules against this. They could be flogged, jailed, or put out of the church, any manner of things. What made me want to go to the work and trouble of writing about her was her extraordinary courage and her amazing patriotic zeal that she thought to be 
one among those who tried to pass and succeeded without being discovered. She was born in 1760 in Plimpton, Massachusetts. Her family came over on the Mayflower. But at five years, her father deserts the family and she's sent to work for a mother's cousin as a maid. At eight, she's a maid to 80-year-old Widow Thatcher. At 10, she is sent to work for the Thomas family as an indentured servant, although she begged them continually to let her go to school. They would not let her go to school. So she taught herself to read and write in the loft at night. And also, she in the meantime was becoming a teacher and a weaver. Then Middleborough gets word of the Boston Tea Party. The English attacked the people of Boston and jailed them and whipped them for dumping the tea in the harbor. Deborah and Mr. Thomas go to Boston with food for the Americans. And that experience helped her know that she wanted to be a soldier. One night, she dresses as a man and goes to enlist. It's almost successful when someone discovers or sees her felon finger. This is a finger that only weavers have of the thread rubbing against their certain finger. And a man shouts, that's a woman. She has a felon finger. She, in the meantime, has woven so many pairs of men's suits and clothing that she simply puts on, late at night, a man's suit and gathers some other things that she might need because she is going to try to find the recruiter for George Washington's army. She walks quite some distance before she finds the recruiter. And so she stays in barns during the day to keep out of sight. She does find a recruiter and she enlists as Robert Shirtliff. She's given a uniform and she marches in this dreadful weather, very, very cold weather with her unit from Boston to New York City and joins the Light Infantry 1782 at West Point. In fact, as we speak, there is a plaque on the wall for her at West Point. She liked to be away from the other men as much as she could for fear of discovery. And so she volunteered as a scout. But once while out having volunteered as a scout and on horseback raided an enemy ham house. And as she's making her getaway, is wounded in the leg. She hides in a cave and using her knife, some brandy and water from a nearby stream, works on the wound, though it is never properly healed. And in time, she walks until she can rejoin her unit. General Patterson chose her to be his orderly. Now this involves shaving his face, 
and helping his family. This is an honor, and she also is given a room of her own. So that helps subside her fear of being found out. Then there is a rebellion in Philadelphia from some of the troops there, and the general needs to go, and he wants Deborah to go with him. So while they are there, he sends her out on several errands, and while she's out, she faints and falls over and loses consciousness. She's picked up off the street and taken to a hospital. Dr. Benet comes to her and she begs him not to turn her in because he has discovered she is female. Dr. Benet helps her win an honorable discharge, but before she's discharged from the army, the general is very upset and asks her, why did you do this? Meaning, why did you enlist as a woman? And she said, so I could see the world and serve my country. Other men who had faked their identity and gotten into the army were severely punished, but the general said he would not punish her. He thought so much of her, but he said she could no longer continue to be in the army. So he had her turn in her uniform and gave her a pink dress and pink shoes and hat to wear home. So when she gets home, no one will have anything to do with her, not her mother, not the church, not anyone. But she works as a farmhand on different farms. And then one day, a handsome man on a great, beautiful stallion rides up at her door and asks her if she would like to go riding with him. In time, they marry, and Deborah bears three children in five years. But the farm does not produce poor soil, and Benjamin is ill and cannot work any longer, and her leg wound still bothers her. She petitions the government for back pay as a soldier for serving in the Revolution. The government is paying soldiers back pay, but not to her. She decides that she can't wait any longer, and she goes in uniform and does the manual of arms she becomes the first American woman to go on a paid public lecture tour. Then, to her delight, Paul Revere had picked up her money in Boston because he wrote a letter about her for $96, which was a fortune, and brought it back to her in his saddlebags for her payments to continue until her death. She died in 1827 at 67 years in Sharon, Massachusetts. In World War II, a Liberty ship launched the Deborah Gannett, that was her husband's name, and Deborah's reapplication and struggle for a military pension was on America's first freedom train. And songs and poems have honored her, including one by the Fort Worth, Texas Boys Choir. Her name is on a plaque at the U.S. National Cemetery. 
Song of Deborah was sung for women veterans at a memorial service. And a special thanks to Greg Hengler on the production, and a special thanks to author Marilyn Kamichak, author of Deborah Simpson, The Girl Who Went to War. And what a movie this would be. It was a heck of a story. And that scene at the doctor's office, where she's just hoping against hope that the doctor won't turn her in, and he does. All she wanted to do was do what the boys could do, and that is see the world and serve her country. The story of the woman who went to war, here on Our American Stories. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.